0: the reading for today is psalm 139 verses 1 to 16. you have searched me lord and you know me you know when i sit and when i rise you perceive my thoughts from afar you discern my going out and my lying down you are familiar with all my ways before a word is on my tongue because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Great, Um, I'll now hand back to Tim. Well, thanks, Claire, and, and thank you, Mark. And it is absolutely
1: lovely to see all of you, or at least, I think, eight of you at once. And I know the rest of you are there as well. Um, so thanks for being here. Um, and so I don't know how you are uh, coping with this very, very, very peculiar situation that we are all living through today. Um, and indeed, what you're doing for, you know, for entertainment to uh, deal with some, um, uh, maybe some of the boredom that might occasionally come our way when we are in lockdown Um so I will confess those of you who know me will know um, that I'm a football fanatic and so I'm watching lots of old games uh, on, on YouTube and the great problem with that of course is if you watch lots of um, uh, old England and uh, old Blackburn Rovers games by choice um, on YouTube you don't watch the ones that you lost uh, you watch the ones that you won And the great danger is, uh, and the sadness is that when we get back to some kind of normality and real football begins again and England start playing football again and Blackburn Rovers start playing again, the sad reality is that we won't win them all uh, and it will make my life all the more disappointing as a result. So um, it's nice now, but I don't know what the the longer-term payoff will be. Another thing, watching 70s football matches in particular – is a reminder of a time when people got away with an awful lot more than they do today. We um, sadly saw the passing of um, Ron Chopper-Harris the other day, um, a real uh, sad, sad loss. Um, Chopper-Harris wouldn't last 10 minutes today on a football field, he would be sent off. Um, and uh, I maybe kind of occurred to me as you watch some of the games more recently, not that... Um, the video assistant refereeing has arrived in the championship yet so Blackburn Rovers don't know much about that kind of thing but um, maybe we think about human authority uh, a little bit like the referee on the pitch in other words be mindful of your boss uh, or the police or whatever authority there is over you but there's a reasonable chance they're not watching and you can get away with stuff and maybe we think of God as VAR um nothing escapes his gaze um and you will be held to account now, that feels a sort of fairly negative uh view of the character of god and i don't mean that um, and like every analogy it really is partial and um uh, and doesn't give you anything like a a full picture but you might think this is an odd place to start for a talk on the forensic tenderness of god but let's go to proverbs one or uh, uh, the first chapter of, of proverbs um where we are reminded and it's not the only place in the bible that we are that the fear of god is the beginning of all wisdom and that means to not fear god um is the gateway to all foolishness um and why should we fear god well because he is awesome he is awesome in the literal sense uh he is holy He is waiting. He is our judge. Um, Exodus 33, where Moses um, uh, asks to see God and God almost tenderly says, you you can't see me and live. Um, I am holy. You are not. You will simply expire and be incinerated or something by uh, even a glimpse of me. So God is awesome. He is huge. And we are right right to fear him we sing the old hymn what a friend we have in Jesus we do have a real and true friend in Jesus but as someone once said we have a friend in Jesus but he's not our mate he's not our mate we must not treat him lightly we must not treat uh, grace lightly or presume upon his grace and I say that because I want us to hold on to that awareness of the the vastness the awesomeness the holiness and the power of God whilst we look at another utterly consistent aspect of God's character uh, that which I refer to as his forensic tenderness and as Mark um, uh, so kindly uh, read to us before Psalm 139 gives us that um, wonderful picture of God Knitting you together, that kind of uh, intimate, uh, detailed, focused, um, creative uh, concern with your very beginning. he knitted you together in your mother's womb. you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, you're not any kind of afterthought. you matter massively to him. You were there, uh, he was there at your beginning, indeed long. Before it, um, and I think also of the um, uh, the the, the uh, passages in, in Matthew and Luke, uh, chapter ten in Matthew, chapter twelve in Luke, that refer to um, uh, not two sparrows falling to the ground without the Lord uh, knowing about it, and uh, and yet you yourself are worth more than many sparrows, but also that every hair on your head is numbered now i am a receding and b have just had a very severe lockdown haircut so i am making god's job a little bit easier but the notion that every hair on your head being numbered i I always struck me as a wonderfully tender and amazing fact um because just as we could say and the bible tells us that every hair on your head Is numbered by the Lord so is every cell in your body so is every thought impulse that you have so is everything trivial or major in your life nothing is a secret to God and nothing doesn't matter to him and I think I want us to focus upon that aspect of God's character in particular that we have this awesome God and yet also a God who is forensically tender towards you There is never a moment that he is not paying attention, never a moment when he is not or you are not the centre of his thoughts. Never an emotion, never an experience, never a hardship, be it trivial or vast in your life, does, does does not matter to him. There is nothing that has fallen off the bottom of his job list because he is too busy when it relates to your life. Everything that you do counts. To him, everything that you think and feel matters to him always. There is never a moment that he is not paying attention, never a moment that he does not care, nothing that he overlooks. And for some, that might feel, you know, big brotherish and a bit intimidating. And if we hold together that awesome, weighty, holy God and the uh, forensically tender God who are absolutely the same being and um, i think we don't need to feel uh, fearful certainly not as christians when we know we have a god who is for us and therefore who can be against us but i also want to think a little bit not just about the forensic tenderness of god towards us but his proximity and his purpose which i think are deeply related in Acts 17 I think 24 to 25 26 that sort of area and Paul is preaching to the crowd and he talks about the fact that human beings have been put when and where they have been um, uh, uh, so that they might reach out to him because he is not very far from any one of us now that tells us two things well um, maybe more but two things I want to focus on quickly first of all Wherever you are, emotionally, physically, professionally, in every sense, in this lockdown situation, it's where God meant you to be. It's where God meant you to be. He is utterly sovereign. And he meant you to be where you are, fundamentally, so you and others will reach out for him. And he's not far away. In fact, other parts of the Bible, Psalm, sorry, um, uh, it is Psalm 121, and tells us, not that he's not Um, Just uh, far from you, but he's watching over you deeply that the God who watches over you will not slumber and I love that picture of a God who places us where we're meant to be for his good purposes and therefore uh, in our interests so that we might reach out to him because he's very close to us anyway and he's deeply forensically tender towards us and he will not slumber. In other words, we have one who cares for us who protects us, who provides for us, who has gone ahead of us, um, who will not slumber. As I say, never ever taking his eye off the ball. And if we go back to Genesis 1, 27, we get a clue about why we matter so much. Um, because we, unlike any other part of God's vast and varied creation, are made in his image. Um, and that makes us utterly special. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a multiple nerd, any of you who know anything about me know that I am a colossal nerd about lots of things, so football, pop music, um, but also space. And I'm blown away by the cover, the, the, some of the, the pictures we saw just two or three weeks ago of the supermassive black hole at the centre of galaxy uh, M87. This supermassive black hole is six and a half billion times more massive than our massive sun. I mean, that just completely, utterly and totally blows my mind. Um, If you know anything about black holes, you know they're utterly awesome and awe-inspiring. But it wasn't made in God's image. It is good, but it wasn't made in God's image. You were. You matter. The God who watches over you will not slumber and will not sleep. And a question I guess I'd ask you and I'd ask myself sometimes is, do you feel it? Do you feel that God is watching over you and is te- uh, forensically tender towards you and every single part of you and your experiences? And, and I guess, you know, um, I was asked uh, earlier on uh, what the weather was like up here. It's a bit overcast now. Those of you who've been to the Lake District will know that it's not blisteringly hot and blue skies all the time. Um, I read somewhere recently, Manchester's got quite a reputation for being wet. Uh, the lakes has three and a half times the annual rainfall of manchester um so on those days when it is dark and it is wet and it is uh, overcast doesn't even begin to um explain it uh, it may be very hard to believe to feel that the sun is there i promise you it is objectively it is above a thick layer of cloud and a load of drizzle but it's there and the same applies to god's uh, love for you forensic tenderness for you you may not feel it it does not change the objective truth that it's real and it's true and we know that because jesus christ died for you when you were still a sinner and he rose from the dead to show that he was exactly who he said to be Uh, so you may not feel it that doesn't change the fact that you are utterly forensically tenderly loved and so i guess i just want us to hold together that awesome God the awareness the awesome vast holy God uh, of whom we should rightly uh, have or for whom we should rightly have fear who is also forensically tender towards you the God who breathes supermassive black holes into existence and also holds your hand through the valley of the shadow of death and my prayer for each and every one of you is that we should fear our God Love our God and experience his active forensic tenderness towards you.